0: Everybody, welcome back, Pastor Bruce Rosa,
1: Pastor Eric Gill. It's beyond the pew. It's beyond the pew episode. Don't know, but we're here. But we're here. News. It's relatively new. It's season, relatively but it's new. not Brand new. Brand anymore. new. We learned that last week. We,
0: we didn't did. go into details, yes, but we, we learned did. that last we week. But today, like, I feel like we've been blessed lately because we have very special guests pretty often, and today is no exception.
1: Yes, wow. we have a special guest today. Wow. Pastor Sean Colelli. (laughs) Pastor Sean
0: Colelli. He is here. Dearly known as Worship. Worship Pastor. Yeah. Here at Maranatha Bible Church. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, why don't you tell our faithful listeners, or even you listeners. All around the world. From all around the world. uh, What is your role here, Maranatha? Who you are, and what is your role here, Maranatha? Uh,
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Again, my name is Sean Colelli, and uh, I'm the Worship Pastor here, and... uh, What that really just looks like is I I oversee all the uh, music for uh, the church as a whole, and uh, especially for our Sunday gatherings and uh, any type of special events. And uh, the goal for that is to help shepherd uh, the church and and God's people uh, into uh, understanding the gospel more clearly, um, loving Him more through the songs that we sing.
0: It's pretty awesome and i think you have a very unique role too because uh it's it's, it's one of those roles that you can hear a lot of backs backlash backlash or how you said how you said backlash backlash, yeah. backlash. nailed yeah. it uh but it's it's still it's the one that is essential for leading our people which lead us to the next question which is what is worship you know you're the worship pastor but mm-hmm. what is worship and in with that you know the idea of praise how does praise goes
2: along with worship uh yeah it's a good question i think we got a look to scripture uh with all these questions Uh, i think worship is is simple i think it comes from mark 12 love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength Mm -hmm. it's the greatest command um it's what jesus tells us to do and and just in that in that one verse we get pretty much all of us in that whole verse Your, your heart your mind your soul your strength everything that you are it's it's romans 12 where Paul urges us to offer ourselves as living sacrifices. He says in that verse, this is, uh, this is your spiritual, uh, act of worship. It's, it's, it's Matthew 16, where Jesus looked at his disciples and and said, if anyone would come after me, they must deny themselves mm-hmm. and, and, and take up their cross and, and follow, follow me. It's, uh, first John five where it's, where it says love God and obey his commands mm-hmm. and, um, we also have to understand that worship is is more than music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people uh instantly kinda go, Oh, yeah. like that's that's what worship is because that's what we call it on Sunday mornings. Yeah. But worship is a lifestyle that is completely uh surrendered mm-hmm. to the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, even Jesus talking to the woman at the well yeah. where he said that God is seeking those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh that isn't just talking about when you sing, right? Yeah. There's a, yeah. Sometimes that's where I think a lot of Christians go when they yeah. think of worship of what you just mentioned is yeah. they go to the idea of, oh, well, that's just the music side of things. It's mm-hmm. not, it's far beyond mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Going back to our very lives should yeah. be, you know, lived as an act of worship to God yeah. and, and giving God the honor that is due to his name, the glory that is due to his yeah. name. Yeah. And yes, that happens when we gather on Sunday mornings and we're going to sing to the Lord and worship him in that way, but it should be happening Outside the walls of the church, in our homes, it should be happening as we live day yeah. in and day out because that's our our reasonable presentation of sacrifice as an act of worship yeah. to the yeah. Lord. So yeah. I appreciate you sharing that because yeah. a lot of times people don't understand, understand that or see
0: that. that. And I think it's pretty, it goes to with like you, you you look at the example of Isaiah when he's. Met with the presence of God, of the glory of God, and how in that moment he realized both who God is and who he is. Yeah. And so, and those two big contracts led him, led him to recognize he's worthy of all praise. He is holy, holy, holy. You know. And so, I think that like uh, for for the believer. To your point, worship is not just we come to Sunday on a, to church and sing songs. It's more. It's that recognition of who God is and who we are and how we are to devote ourselves to Him yep. in all areas of our life. Yeah. Uh, but with that though, you kind of mentioned how there is uh, uh, kind of like the misconceptions that uh, worship is exclusively to uh, uh, to Lord. That people think that worship is just music, right? Mm-hmm. What other misconception have you come across?
2: um when it um, comes to worship yeah i think i think there's a i think there's quite a few one of the things and I, and i think it really depends on the generation mm-hmm. uh, too um one of the things i i see in today's culture um is kind of that there's this expectation that if the holy spirit is present and if we are truly worshiping, there's there's sort of going to be this uh, tangible felt presence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, is that's not rooted in Scripture anywhere. Yeah. Like You can't. Um, there's no description of of that in the New Testament. Um, and I think emotions and feelings have have a lot to play into that. I think. uh people, a lot of the times, like we'll say in, in worship, in worship concepts or, or not concepts, but atmosphere specifically surrounding music. I hear a lot of people go, Oh, I just am feeling like the presence of God right now. Uh, and I ask the question, what does that, what does that mean? Yeah. Like feeling the presence mm-hmm. of God. Uh, because like, we know that if, if if Christ truly lives in us, if we are true, genuine believers, the spirit of God is always with us mm-hmm. and he's always moving. Yeah. Uh, and I and I find it interesting that specifically in, in today's culture, a lot of a lot of churches today, we hear that phrase being said, oh, I'm feeling the presence of God right now, specifically in the context of music. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily hear it outside of that that often. Or if a pastor is speaking and there's music playing behind him, then it's like, oh, the presence of God is (laughs) moving. (laughs) But it's like it's like, no, like if if you are a true, genuine believer and you have Christ that lives inside of you, you've repented of your sins. The truth is, is he's always with you. Yeah, like he is always yeah. near. He's always moving. He's always convicting us. His His spirit is always. Convicting us of our sin. Um, and so to me, that is a true sign of of God working in my life is when if I'm being convicted of my sin, I'm being drawn to my knees in repentance, then the spirit of God is is moving and yeah. working in my life and he's continuing to sanctify me. Yeah. Um, and so I think in worship atmospheres, specifically on Sunday mornings or nights of worship, people go, Oh, the presence of God is near. No, he's always near. And so He's always been here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting
1: because I maybe sometimes the um the reason that it's being attributed to music, if you will, um is sometimes because of the emotion or feeling people have in that moment mm-hmm. or what they mm-hmm. see other people around them and it and it elevates a sense of emotion for people. Yeah. Um I find it interesting, you know, thinking about Jesus appearing to his two disciples on the road to Emmaus after, mm-hmm. you know, his resurrection and After he left them, they said, didn't our hearts burn within us as he was talking to them about the scriptures and that he was sharing? And then they realized it was the Lord. And they were like, man, our hearts were burning within us. And and I I think of that often when it comes to God's word. Like Mm -hmm. how many times have we heard God's word where we're like, wow, like God's really challenging me or God's really convicting me. And so I think sometimes people describe it Mm -hmm. when they're singing or when they worship like, wow, I could feel like the spirit of God's really here. And to your point, he's already there because he lives yeah. within you. But I think sometimes, you know, with with song selection that has biblical lyrics and that the Bible's being communicated and it's theologically, yeah. you know, correct and we're giving glory to God, I think sometimes it's it's our recognition, sometimes our spirit with God's spirit recognizing, like, wow, like this is what i'm proclaiming about god this is true and it doesn't necessarily have to do with specifically the music but it has to do with the spirit of god absolutely as the word of god is is being you know digested into our minds and our hearts that we're like, wow, like God's really challenging me with this. Like yeah. God's really revealing this. And the best way a lot of people know how to describe it is I felt the presence of God like never before. Yeah. And my question always goes back to, well, well, what, why? Like, is yeah. it because of what you just proclaimed to God yeah. about God? Or is it because the air conditioning was just right and uh, <laughs> the people around you had good voices? And and so there is a discerning, right, of spirits. Yeah. Like we have to understand and discern. And, yeah. and, and so sometimes people can get way out of, of line with that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. But then other times God through what we're singing and and giving him worship through the other people that are that are present yeah. as well corporately, there is a sense of like wow, like the Lord is pleased. The yeah. Lord is good, he is yeah. pleased here. But we have to be careful that we do measure it against scripture. Yeah. Right? Because there's a lot of yeah. false i think um representations of the spirit of god yeah. and paul even talked about that in first corinthians where he talked like, about discerning spirits he said if anyone says they have the spirit of god and they do this examine it yeah, yeah. it's not true yeah you know so it's important and,
0: and i think with that too like 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 you know to be fair like they are like we go through trials we go through difficult times yeah. right and and when you come on a sunday for the most part you don't know what's going to be saying on what what worship song we're choosing to sing right mm-hmm. And you may be coming to church with with some hurt, some struggle. Maybe you're you're questioning things about God, and 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 to your point, Bruce, that 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 day we choose to sing a song that is biblically sounded, it's biblically founded, and you feel as in that moment you 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 feel as if it's God is speaking to you through that song, mm-hmm. you sure. know, and that He's ministering to you in that song, and you feel kind of like you said to the disciple, like burden, like like oh God was doing this. So although that's not necessarily bad. Add, you know, and, and you can find it in that example to be somewhat biblical. What happened is, is that then from that point on, every worship song, everything that we're trying to look at when it comes to relate to worship is with that criteria. So, if the next song that is just as biblical is just as powerful it's just as you know glorifying to god but it doesn't bring to you that burden inside well oh well that was not a song that you know got that, that 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 i didn't presence i didn't sense the presence of god but to your point no, no he is there just as he was in the previous song you know
2: well yeah and and <clears throat> i'm all about singing songs that Um, acknowledge who God is and what he's done for our lives. Like if you look at the Psalms, Mm -hmm. how many times did David write things? Like how long, Oh Lord, will you forget me? Sure. How long will you hide your face from me? Like David, there was times where David didn't feel like God was present in his yeah. life. But after every time he said something like that, what did he follow it up with? But I will trust yeah. in your unfailing yeah. love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. Like he knew who yeah. God was. There was times where he was being pursued by his enemies and and he just didn't feel like God was, God was near to him in that moment. But he, he still acknowledges who he yeah. is. And so there's times in our lives where we're going to not necessarily feel um, the right things or feel like God is near in our lives. And that's why we have to go back to Scripture. Yeah. And yeah. and and our worship has to be rooted in truth and understanding who he is. And it yeah. goes back to your question, like, what is the difference between praise and praise? And what is the difference between like, worship. worship? Like, what what's the difference between those two? Praise is all it is is acknowledging who God is, mm-hmm. and through acknowledging who God is, worship should be the result. Yeah of understanding who he is that's that's all yeah and
0: and i think like with that definition then you can clearly see how worship stands beyond just singing songs Mm -hmm. if it's a a recognition of who god is that leads you to action yeah you're worshiping god and how you are singing but you know last week we talked about sir like serving like you're also worshiping god when you're serving Mm -hmm. you're worshiping god when you're tithing. you know you're worshiping god when when uh you're studying the word of god right so Mm -hmm. so it's not just limited to this box of oh you're only worshiping god when you come to church you raise your hands and you sing your heart out Mm -hmm. you know like that's not that's not just the exclusiveness of worship you know, have you found any other misconception that you feel like as believers we we embrace or we view as
2: when it comes to worship? Um, yeah, I, I I would say I think in the American church specifically, and and I, again it depends on the generation, it depends on the denomination. Um, I feel like in my job specifically, there's this misconception that worship pastors don't necessarily care (laughs) uh it's like they're here for themselves um they're just here to put on a show Mm -hmm. and and you know make themselves look good and all that um and and don't get me wrong i think there are individuals and worship pastors and worship leaders that are out there that that's their goal and they they want to be famous but I can tell you for, for me, like my heart ever since a little kid, I I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And I wanted to shepherd Mm -hmm. God's people in uh, to knowing him more through the songs that we sing. Um, all I've ever wanted to do was just shepherd the local church and, and love God's people and and see people passionately Mm -hmm. grow in knowing him more. And, um, but I think there's, can be this misconception that, uh, that we're just kind of in it for ourselves sometimes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. not my desire. So yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. I, and I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like you communicate something other than mm-hmm. you want to genuinely lead yeah. people mm-hmm. and in worship you want to encourage and shepherd them in that way. Yeah. So I feel like you do a very good job of that. Thank just you. to encourage you, yeah. and I also know, as you've said and have known individuals where listening to them or watching them. I wouldn't get that feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I would get the feeling of like, okay, it, this isn't a show, right? Yeah. And and so I, probably everybody can think of individuals and also individuals as pastors, like preaching pastors, teaching pastors, right? Yeah. Who are in it more for themselves yeah. than they are truly for the instruction of God's word. So we have to be on guard on that in all mm-hmm. all areas. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate your authenticity. I mean, the yeah. heart that you have for for what we're doing, and
0: and, and, and I think that like. I think that anyone that is in a position where they're in front of others, mm-hmm. there is that tendency of finding themselves, like you can have that, that, that it's not hard for you to get to a point where you start doing things for yourself. Yeah. You know, and like what I see in you is similar to like, you know, Paul, like like when he's writing to, to the church and he's like, hey, like, you know, we're not here to follow Paul or Apollos. Like we're here to serve the Lord. We're here, this is who we follow, right? Same thing with worship, like, it, you know, you may look at it, someone may have a preference, someone may not like the pre- the style that we use, but at the end of the day, those things are not the main thing. The main thing is that we are coming here to worship God, and I think that, you, to Bruce's point, you do that. You're genuine in in wanting to see people worship God on a Sunday morning uh, in a way that is reflected or his focus is focused specifically to God.
1: Yeah. I think one of the and not to answer the question in addition to what you said, but about the misconceptions, and this might step on some toes for people listening. Oh, but I think in now I think if, one of the things that's a misconception, <laughs> maybe whether people admit it or not, yeah. is there's this misconception of worship that I determine whether or not worship happened or was good based upon whether I liked or yeah, I preferred yeah, what happened. Yeah. And and the reality is by the very definition of worship and what the honor that is due to God's name that we're giving to God, our, our desire to worship God. And I think evaluation of that as we leave is, hey, was God exalted? Like was God yeah. praised, exalted and worshiped for who he is and in truth? not, did I really like that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a misconception, I think, some people. And that's yeah. why a lot of people hop from church to church to church is yeah. because they're looking for just the right worship atmosphere. Yeah. And they're talking about yeah. the music. And if they leave the service and they're like, I didn't like that worship. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't for you to like, right? right? Like yeah. the yeah. ultimate, yeah. Eye, and again, that can sound harsh, but our measure, if you will, of of success of, of worship and it relates to the music ministry is not, will people feel like they like it as much as did this exalt the Lord, right? Did this give glory to God, which is our desire. And, and so we want to be sensitive obviously to the audience that we have and to the culture Mm -hmm. that we're in. But at the same time, I think there is a misconception. Sometimes people feel worship is more about what they like rather than the one
2: they're actually worshiping. Yeah. And the reality is, is, I'm never going to please everybody. Sure. Um in the song selection. And I Neither should you. No, yeah. No, and, no, yeah.
1: no one will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody I mean, I, and, no one will. And, and and that's not my goal, is <laughs> yeah. to is
2: to please anybody. My goal is is to please the Lord. Like our sure. goal of yeah. singing on Sundays, uh, our our life should uh mold Christ. And it should have like we should have this desire to be more like Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, scripture tells us that he rejoices over us with singing and gladness Mm -hmm. scripture tells us that he sings with us in, in the midst of the congregation. And so, like, if Christ is singing over us, rejoicing over, over us with singing and gladness, we, wouldn't we want to mold mold that and, yeah. and be more like Him and, yeah. and sing to Him and, and rejoice in Him and what He's done for us? And, um, you know, like, my goal on Sunday mornings is, is not to make you feel good. Um, our goal... Um, is is not just to waste time in our service and and all that it is it's not to try to even entertain you um the reason we sing is to express our love and gratitude Towards a holy God yeah. and be transformed more into His yeah. image as and, a result. And,
0: and I think like like what the thing that's so difficult too and so sad about this scenario and I into your point, Bruce, and myself on some toes it's like worship the, the, like the singing of songs is closely tied up to emotions. You know, like like if like as, as in as humans like. Mm-hmm. Musics have a way of affecting people, whether it's secular or Christian, you know, like that's why people like we we like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when they come to church, they are looking, you know, if they're not careful, if they don't have the right attitude, they're looking for that Mm in the songs that we're singing. Mm -hmm. And when they know they don't find that they're willing to compromise everything so that so long as they can find a place Mm -hmm. that does provide that. Mm -hmm. And even worship, the singing of songs, like even all of those things, they're always have to be rooted in the Word of God, yep, and and so we're okay going to churches, attending churches where the teaching of God's Word is not accurate, it's not uh, biblically sounded. But man, the worship music there is the right what I need, mm-hmm. and 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 I will say that that's a, a complete danger, and that is uh, 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 not just a complete mm-hmm. danger, but it's also a misconception. You know, we shouldn't be moved or or, or, or of. Like the 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 way we feel with songs should not drive where we go. Mm-hmm. It should be the teaching of God's word. Because to your point, if you recognize who God is, if you recognize who you are, if you come to a Sunday service and you know, the, the 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 worship leader, the worship pastor is singing a song and in the song it says, you know, hey, you were lost and now you've been found because of Jesus you know, sacrifice on the cross, whether it's this right tempo, the, the whether he has the right melody, like when you see that, when you see that, that should drive you to a point of recognition and saying thankfulness or or, or gratitude, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Opposed to like, well, yeah, that's true, but I didn't like the the volume or I didn't like the tempo. I didn't like that, that they held that key too high or, or whatever. Like, no, 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 like that's true. Like understanding Jesus did that, that should be enough to drive us to a point of worship, you know? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we, we, we don't see it that way. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and understand too. music in general is designed to, um, toy with our emotions. It's even, even outside of Christian music, music is designed to make us emotional in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, like emotions are good things. They're, they're a gift from God. Um, we need to be careful though, when we're not feeling the right things, it's the truth of the word of God that brings us back to a right place. Mm -hmm. There's many times in my life where I've shown up to church, not feeling the right way, not having the right attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I might've been on the way to church arguing with my wife. And now you're expecting yeah. to me to have this, have this joyful, sure. yeah. like, yes, like the yeah. Lord is awesome. And and so I don't expect people to necessarily, you know, have that joy every single week. But what I, what I would hope is that they would, they would hear the lyrics of the songs that we're singing, mm-hmm. uh, again, be convicted of their sin be drawn into, drawn to their knees in repentance, um, and and just rely on the Lord in in those moments of, mm-hmm. of brokenness, of heartache, of anger, whatever it might be, yeah. uh, to rely on Him in in those moments. Yeah. And uh, we also have to understand, look, like it is not about us. Yeah, yeah. I pray for our church every single week. I, like I, I know worldwide there is this battle going on in the churches over worship every single week. I might get a comment once a week about negative things. And I hear more negative things than I do positive things. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like I I don't take it personally. Everybody has a preference, but we have to understand it's not about us. Yeah, It's completely about Jesus. And so I pray that one day that our people here at Maranatha could just be content yeah. on whatever song we sing, whatever tempo, whatever melody, uh, whatever decibel level um, might take place that our, that our people would just go, this is what I'm called to do. Yeah. It's commanded in scripture that we sing. If you are a believer in Christ, like you don't get a choice. It's mm-hmm. an obligation to sing to the Lord. So obey his commands, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love God and obey his commands. That's what scripture tells us. And so let's go. I'll tell you this story. I remember years ago when I first started um, doing this and leading worship, um, I had this attitude in the church that if I wasn't leading worship, then I, I, just wasn't participating. I would go to other churches and I I would sit in the pew or in the chairs and look at the worship band, just go, I could do that better. Yeah. Um, Oh, I didn't like the way they played that song. I didn't, oh, the sound, sound wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. And the Lord genuinely convicted my heart. And I spent years in prayer saying, God, take that away from me. I like... I don't want to have that attitude. All I want to do is sing to you. And, uh, and I'm so thankful to say that he granted me that. He mm-hmm. answered that prayer. And I could sit uh, in a pew today not caring who's up there leading worship, not caring what songs are being sung. As long as they're truthful, they glorify the Lord. I'm going to worship with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength and mm-hmm. and not have a care in the world. Mm-hmm. Like it, it could be all of a sudden Maranatha leadership could come to me today and just go, Sean, thanks for your time. You're done. We're going to move on with somebody else. And I would go, great. Yeah. Great. I'll sit in that pew yeah. next week and I'll worship with all of my heart because yeah. that's what I'm commanded to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's
1: convicting because, you know, going into other cultures, like when we've, you know, I'm thinking about some of the pastor trainings we've done overseas in hard countries. Um, I'm always moved to tears um, when there's a group of a hundred pastors who have been severely persecuted, imprisoned because of their testimony for Christ and sharing the gospel And they will have um, maybe a keyboard or a piano. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll have that. And they'll be singing songs with all of their heart in a non, sometimes non-air conditioned environment Mm -hmm. where they're hot. They've traveled to get there. It's uncomfortable. And they are singing with all their hearts in worship to God. Mm -hmm. Um, And no one, no one is really complaining about anything, right? The, the, the setting isn't ideal yeah. right the the hardship they're experiencing would be for most of us in america something that we would be complaining about yeah um the person leading the singing isn't the most amazing voice the person hitting the key isn't necessarily doing everything correctly the sound isn't good yeah and yet none of that matters yeah. Yeah. and and so i feel like that's a lot of times you know what's missing mm-hmm. in, in church in particular i think in america is so many luxuries that we yeah. have we are so used to everything being done the way we want it done precisely the way we yeah. want it done that when it's not, um, our focus is is not on the Lord. And and so I would say it's a dangerous thing, and I have to be careful of this in my own heart, my own mind in church and, and other, other churches I've gone to, that I don't come in with my critical thinking cap on yeah. of not of the worship of the Lord, but of how it's being done. Yeah. And and instead put on my my mindset of this is about the Lord and not me. And and I know that's something that probably most people from time to time struggle with. You know, you mentioned about the worship thing. Um I I've, I've had conviction in the past because I used to have the same kind of thinking when it came mm-hmm. to people preaching. Right. And it's not that I'm the most eloquent speaker or the most excellent preacher, but there'd be plenty of times that I would be at a church that I was visiting, or if we were, you know, at someone's church from our family or whatever, and someone's speaking, and I'm thinking, man, I would have preached that passage so differently. And and I wish I had the opportunity to get up there and do it instead of that person. Mm And that's a selfish, like prideful thing, you know, to think that as opposed to thinking, okay, Lord, what do you want to challenge me with as I'm listening to your word this morning? I'm more so thinking about how I would have preached that or how I would have Mm -hmm. handled that. And that's that's something that I think in all areas we have to be on our guard, not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to, but also not to think of ourselves first, right? There's so many passages that speak about esteeming others better than ourselves, looking at other interests, not being selfish, being selfless, all of that, right? The mind of Christ in Philippians 2. Yeah. So, But these are good points. And 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 and
0: as you're talking, Sean, I just keep thinking about that story of Jesus with the Pharisee, that he's having a meal with him. And suddenly comes this woman that gets on his feet and starts washing his feet with his tears. We put perfume and all those things. And the Pharisee in his mind is like, if you knew who this was, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be letting her do this to you. And he's like, you know, and then Jesus confronts him. But in that story, you have an individual that had understanding of, you know, Scripture or what they had up to that point of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And he was having an actual meal with Jesus, but he was not moved or or, 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 or he was not compelled to worship him in the way that he should have. Mm-hmm. And yet this woman that had all this, you know, if you want to call it baggage or 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 or, or or past, she was on her feet, uncontrollably worshiped Jesus. And to the words that Jesus says, to whom much is forgiven, much is thankful or grateful, right? That that that's how we would look at worship, mm-hmm. that we will worship just as hard or as, as passionately if we, if we come on a Sunday morning when the songs that are being sent is alone our ref- our preferences, that we would do that just as much as if the Sunday that we come in, there's no music, nothing, just the lyrics on the stage. Mm-hmm. That we will sing just as passionate and as worship it because we're recognizing, again, that, that we're not doing this to ourselves. We're not doing this to how we make us feel, but we're doing this uh, because of who he is, a yeah. recognition of who he is. Yeah, uh, and I hope that that will be the, the, the. Our hope is that that will be the case for our members, mm-hmm. but anyone else that uh is part of a church, you yeah. know, as, so long as you're a follower of Jesus. Yeah. But as we're concluding our time, Sean, uh, you know, our podcast being beyond the pew, uh, how could our listeners uh engage in worship beyond us on this setting?
2: Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, I think again, we got to understand that worship is a lifestyle. Um, it's not just showing up on Sundays, um, with our Bible in hand, uh, listening to our pastors preach, singing a few songs, and then we go home and then that's all we do. Mm -hmm. It, it, It truly is a lifestyle. Um, and if we're not spending time with him outside of Sunday mornings on a, on a daily basis, um, if we're not spending time in his word, then we have something wrong with our priorities. And, mm-hmm. and it's what it's what the Bible calls a lukewarm Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, if we truly love him with all of our heart, mind, soul and strength, um, we need to be spending time in his word, spending time in prayer. Uh, we need to be singing to him. Uh, we need to be fellowship, fellowshipping with other believers, building, building them up uh, and the knowledge of the gospel and and the love of the gospel. Um, we have to have a hatred for our sin. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, repentance is, is, is key to that. We need to be repenting. Um, and, uh, Yeah. I I could tell you one of the things that Emily and I do with our two girls is like family worship is every day in our house is like a big thing for Mm -hmm. us. And that looks differently on, on on a daily basis. Sometimes it's just saying, hey, Alexa play this this (laughs) this music and we're dancing and we're singing around the uh the kitchen island and the girls love it and you know the girls close their eyes and they're lifting up their (laughs) hands and um and you know we're we're teaching them Um, you know, what these songs mean and and why we sing. And, um, you know, every night, you know, Lila, our oldest daughter, Lila, is obsessed with her her Bible book right now. It's like, I want stories. And so every night we sit and we read these Bible stories with the girls and um, we're, Uh, We're intentional on teaching them what these stories mean. We're intentional on um, identifying sin in our lives, um, keeping his commands, walking in obedience. you know, Emily and I are intentional on spending time in the Word uh, together as husband and wife, but separately, mm-hmm. um, we're intentional on doing that in our own lives. Uh, I, you know, I I can't go anywhere in my house right now without hearing John MacArthur talking because my wife is obsessed right now. <laughs> like it's like every every day on her phone, I just I'm just hearing John MacArthur talking, and she's obsessed yeah. with with just his commentaries right now, and she's got. Staff of books and um, and it's been awesome to see her growing and same thing for me is you know every morning I, I show up that's the first thing I do is I open my Bible and I'm spending time with him um i have worship of my own where i i just take my guitar and i'm i'm singing to him mm-hmm. not as practice uh, it's not like oh i got to practice for this sunday so let me do that no i genuinely have a desire to sing mm-hmm. uh read through the lyrics of the songs and uh and so that's how i feel like we can be engaging you mm-hmm. know there's apps out there one of my favorite apps is the dwell app uh, which is um, just. Somebody reads the Bible to me um, every night. I go on a run on our treadmill and that's what I put on is the dwell app. And there's like this British girl that has a really <laughs> like <laughs> intriguing voice to me that reads the Bible to me. And uh, it's kind of got like nice, soft music in the background as it as it reads. Um uh the Bible to me and we have a we have a playlist here at Maranatha mm-hmm. that has all the songs that we sing on Sunday mornings. You can download that playlist and, on Spotify on Spotify I, iTunes Apple, Apple Music. Or not and, iTunes and all Apple Music. Stuff. Wow, and <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, mm. those are a lot of different ways that we can engage in worship. No. Yeah, I, I think the basis. thing
1: too, what, everything you're talking about, that's beyond Sunday morning, right? Yes. So yeah. I think, and we didn't talk about this in the misconception, but a lot of times the misconception is worship can only happen in the church building. In the church building. Yeah. It doesn't just happen in the church building. Yeah. It shouldn't just happen in yeah. the church building, right? So we want that happening in our daily lives. And yeah. I think those are some great practical things. Yeah encouragements yeah, i yeah. think everybody would benefit from it and, thing, and so. you said it daily like it's yeah. not like okay every other day no
0: every day we should look for times or opportunities where we can just worship
2: yeah uh, and I, I say this like like the lord the lord wants a relationship with us mm-hmm. um the relationship isn't going to grow if I'm not spending time getting to know Him, yeah, uh, He knows us already so intimately. Like the Bible tells us that before we were in our in our mother's womb, He knew us, mm-hmm. um, or when we were in our mother's womb, He He knew us. But from the foundations of the earth, He yeah. He He had us planned. So He knows every yeah. intimate detail about us, and I want to know Him more. That's why we have His Word. Um, mm-hmm. If I didn't, if I only spent time. Talking with my wife once a week, our relationship would be pretty bad, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the same <laughs> thing. Like, sure. I want to I want to know him intimately and and more personally and the only way I can do that is by spending yeah. time with yeah. him on a daily basis. Yeah. No, yeah. these are
0: great stuff, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Appreciate it, man. Uh,
2: yeah, thank you're doing you. a fantastic
0: job. We appreciate you here, Maranatha, and our staff and as uh, as you continue to lead us on Sundays. Now, as we end this podcast, every time we end this podcast, you've been here before, which uh, you know we have an episode where you're in it. We don't have a video. But you you can listen to it <laughs> yes. where we talk more in detail about worship. And so if there's something that maybe uh, you were hoping to hear on this episode that we didn't talk about, you can go back to that episode. I don't know the number, but you'll previous find season. it. Yeah, it's previous season. Uh, and uh, you, you're addressing some of the other issues that comes with worship. But what's the question that we in our podcast every single time? Do you know it? Uh,
2: what is your life like behind the pew or beyond the pew beyond the <laughs> pew What is your life like beyond the pew? beyond the pew I what's funny is I think in the last <laughs> episode I said behind the, <laughs> said behind the <laughs> pew just like that and Yeah. And I was like no beyond beyond, beyond the beyond the, beyond the, beyond the, the, you you the view. we got it you got hey. it that, that's yeah, pretty it's awesome It's catching on man Yeah, yeah it's, it's catching on
0: we're glad that or we hope that it's glorifying to the lord Yes Thank you for tuning in See you next week See you next week